together. Much love to you. Here we go. Hi. Welcome to International Podcasting Day with your hostess, Tempest Del Fuego, for the Sanctioned Citizen Podcast. I figured I'd try to step it up a little bit and add some music or something along my diatribes. It's not always easy to do things with more production, but this is easy because I'm doing more or less my stream of consciousness. I'm not typically a very angry person, but I'm so much angry about Facebook and their ability to corrupt my government on a continual basis. I can't tell you how many of these hearings I've seen. I've seen so many of these hearings and they just don't do very much. No one goes to jail. Maybe some money gets thrown around. Maybe somebody gets fined. But nobody gets punished, really. I mean, Mark Zuckerberg still gets more money, but it's not just Mark Zuckerberg. But I think more people are energized around the fact that bad things are happening to their children. Cop is being violated, and that's a, that's a real law. It's a real law that's really not being enforced. And it has been under-enforced and quasi-enforced. And lawyers have kind of slipped around it like they have done most of the other legitimate privacy laws that they're not enforcing. The AGs are not enforcing. And again, typically I don't walk around like I'm not an angry person, but this stuff makes me low-grade angry like most of the time. It's not the reason you want to get out of bed to say, I'm going to go fight privacy violations because people are making a huge ton of money and trying to stay afloat in a crap economy that's serially depressed and diming itself out to, you know, APAC. It doesn't make me a well or happy person to say that, but it does make me on the right side, I think. You know, we've got a few senators with their heads screwed on straight. You know, senators that want policy to go in the direction of enforcement. But I think that they don't really know what to do quite. And the ones that do know what to do aren't doing it. I hate to call out Senator Maria Cantwell, but she's right in the middle of this maelstrom and she cannot feign ignorance of what goes on here. She knows that the FTC was overcompensated for an FTC fine. Like, they were over overpaid. Oh. Overpaid to the Treasury, U.S. Treasury. Five billion dollars so that they could, what, get the FTC off their back? Well... You know, that's the kind of thing that goes on here and people are like, that's just how it goes. Where do I write the check? 
They're arrogant about it. Where do I write the check? So I can violate your kids online. And I think I'm ha- I'm, uh, I'm over it. So, there's more to be done. I think antitrust was a real nice whack on the knees for the tech industry. You know, if I could just get the price-fixing agenda scooted under the- under that hilt right there, I'm gonna make an impact. Because it's your data, you don't price it, and that's what they're using to make money on you, but you don't see a dime, ever. You'll hear me say this again, because I say it all the time. And I say it a lot, because I'm trying to get you to stand up for your property rights. Not so you can make money off of yourself, but that somebody else won't be making money off of your privacy. Things that you agreed to in a civil contract that really aren't going your way. It's just not going your way, man. And then the government pays for that information when they get curious. Like, Joe Biden's real curious right now about what's in your bank account. He just wants to know. If it's over 600 bucks, he's going to try to make some kind of violet rule that says, because I'm the king, I can look at your money. Now, the cops don't need a warrant right now to inspect your checking account. They don't. But they do need cause. But there's nothing anywhere that says, hey, I'm the IRS, and because I want to, I'll just act like a king and do this. It's not legal. And if he keeps moving in this direction, I expect the taxpayer union people and all the anti-tax folks to kind of step up and say, listen here, guy, you know, we're under a lot of duress anyway, and it's because of stuff you're doing right now. There's going to be inflation. You know, you're just trying to make sure that people are poor. Like, what is the agenda here? But this is not legal. Not legal, not legal, not legal, not legal. You know, you can shake hands with your own lawyer, and they'll tell you anything you want to hear. But if you're dealing with a state's attorney, they're going to tell you to go away and rethink that crappy policy because that's not right. You're wrong, Joe Biden's think team. You're wrong. You know what else is wrong? The whole vaccination mandate idea. It's wrong. It's wrong-headed. It goes against science and medicine and the Hippocratic Oath. And I just saw something today that was really encouraging. And that was over 5,000 medicine practitioners globally have signed on an agreement that says COVID administration has gotten out of hand. You know, you can't call it government. You can't call it any kind of uh, anything. It's being used to suppress liberty of people who were sick over a mild flu. I mean, the fear has gotten way out of crazy. Way out into crazy land. People have died and they are dying. And some people will die from this. But the, you can't tell the people who haven't died from it and who had it that they should get in line and not get it again. 
because do what I say a vaccine. You can't do, I mean, they're doing it, but at some point you have to be reasonable and say, listen, obviously you made it through the COVID-19, you know, viral gauntlet. We should just leave you alone and let you live your life. We're, We're going to allow you to be well and get on with your life. That was the point of the vaccine initially is it was going to be a reprieve. It was going to be, here you go, get on with your life. But no, now it's a point of like labor embargoes and depressing the labor in our health care workers and people who conduct flights and, you know, essential workers for all sorts of things where the government touches the cheese. And so this is a point where you talk to your representatives, but then at some point, if they push you back and say, no, you do what we say rather than the other way around, you have to resist. And that's what it's come to. It's come to a point of stiff in the street, put your body on it, resistance. It has come to this. And... You're just sticking up for your sovereignty, your personal sovereignty, your health sovereignty, your body sovereignty, because, you know, the the online environment, you know, how identity articles are, are protected won't improve. They don't improve the environment around those things. I just saw Canada. Canada went for it. They went for the mandates. They went for get everybody vaccinated, get everybody on a vaccine passport. They went for it just like good old Canada would do. And we watch their mistakes, and guess what? Their information is sprayed all over the place. Their medical information is out. Medical IDs are out. And they got hacked almost immediately. You know, there's ransomware out there right now that is shutting down hospital ventilator systems. Okay, those are bigger threats than people who are already immune to the disease not taking the vaccine. They're going to go hard and get strong and push those people out of viable economic positions to generate taxes, by the way. They're generating taxes. So, that Joe Biden can feel powerful and they feel like they've solved our problem, our little population problem. Meanwhile... If you are someone who crossed our southern border with no papeles, no reason to re- real reason to be here, you may be in a bad position in life and want to experience something better. And by coming over the border, you think you're going to get it. Um, but if a coyote's running you, I don't think your life is going to get better. I think your life is going to get very sorted. And... That is unfortunate. But you won't have to be made to take the vaccine. Which is astonishing to me, because it's like, okay, we can bury you in a in a massage parlor somewhere in, you know, rural Idaho to work off your coyote debt, and no one's gonna ask you about your vaccine passport. Or how many, how many vaccines you've taken. But you could still spread it if you had it. That's the science. So multiply those numbers by, say, 250,000. Some of them are children. Uh, 
that's, you know, and say 20% of that number, 10% would be 25,000. 50,000 would be, hmm, okay. Well, that's a lot of people to be spreading around a disease that we're supposed to be so vigilant, so six feet distant, so everything. You know, it just pains the gut because they want to shut down entire states. They want to make people who are pregnant take this vaccine. They're just they're just getting in our trying to get in your body to see how far they can go before you push back. And I don't know what the agenda is, but I think whoever's behind it, they're wrong-minded. They're trying to wedge, you know, some sort of weird revolutionary cause against the United States people and they're wrong-headed about it. They're wrong. So I don't expect things to get violent, but I do expect people to not go along with it. You know, I'm not pristine about my anti-mask wearing because I've been back and forth from Texas since this last podcast. Where I didn't have to wear a mask, but, you know, I obeyed house rules. Like, if you're in my salon, you have to wear a mask. Like, ugh, I want my hair cut, so okay, mask. So, you know, I, it's just kind of become one of those things where, okay, well, in your house, we go along with your rules. I don't really think it's true or false. It's just we're doing this to, to entertain the people who are there. So... <clears throat> that's different from taking an injectable medicine in your body. Which, you know, I think is very serious because there are people out there who... There's a whole class of people in America and around the world that are being validated because they were unfortunate enough to have a vaccine injury. They're out there and... You know, they're called anti-vaxxers, but what they are, they are the vaccine injured who res didn't respond to modern medicine in a proper, you know, or expected way. You know, they, they just because they had a bad system that went awry in their body doesn't mean that they're, they can afford lawyers to go fight Pfizer. So what they do is they talk to other people online or however they do it. And then they say, is this, is this vaccine bad, man? Am I, am I going to get sick? Am I going to lose my hearing over this? And they try to get the information before something bad happens to them. Because, again, they're not loaded. They're not powerful. They're not yearly connected. And they don't, you know... When, you're, when your health goes bad, a lot of things... It's like prison. You know, the people that you thought were your friends kind of evaporate. A lot of them just kind of scale off. You know, you're by yourself a lot. And you have a lot of time to think about things that maybe you didn't want to think about. <clears throat> but you're sick. And, you know, you're trying to rely on people 
who should have your best interest in mind, make help you get better, make you well. And you know, at a at a macro scale, they're trying to enforce an environment where all are being treated as unwell. And that is not so. You can't keep someone in medical confinement. You know, Britney Spears is a great example. Free Britney. They kept her in an artifice of, you know, psychomedical confinement for years so that they could take her stuff. And I think that's exactly what's happening with the federal government. They're trying to keep us in this psychomedical confinement so that they can take our stuff. I have never seen in my life a $3.5 trillion bill for stuff we can't see or know. Of course, it's an omnibus book that is three volumes thick, I'm sure. Has your senator read it? Probably not. They probably got a fifth of the way through and just looked for the earmarks in their state. I think you should just say no to all of it because this isn't who we are as Americans. This isn't us. This isn't who we are. We don't sign up people who aren't even born yet to pay bills that we are making today in an unconscious and completely self-absorbed and selfish way. By lying to the American people and saying that there's no bill behind this, but we're going to spend the money. We're going to bankrupt the U.S. Treasury, who's just printing money anyway. It's not backed by anything. It's just, it's just money because we want to make it there. And that's... That's not a future. There's no future that doesn't end up looking like Venezuela in that situation. Just where there's several hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of times the currency is just irrelevant. They can't, it's unusable. No one can buy food unless they make it. Um,. So that's kind of a induction. You have to know you're in a socialist induction zone. This virus came from the PRC China. Okay, it's their ideas. It's their socialized system. They are trying to break the West with this virus. Okay, and it's not okay. We're not going to go for it. I'm not going for it. I recommend that you not go for it. If you have no immunity, there's a there's a vaccine. Great, go take it. If you, if you're safe, if you know it's not going to interrupt your your physiology and make you crazy, but it's making a lot of people nuts right now. the The force of the issue is making a lot of people just say, you know what? Maybe there's something in this vaccine that is making people just say, uh uh-uh, uh, there's something wrong with it. And there's a lot of people who have spoken up and said something. And they, you know, their communication suddenly disappears. I want to talk about this Politico article. The U.S. Postal Service isn't supposed to be playing the surveillance game with the American public. But they're involved in some sort of thing called ICOP. And I laughed hysterically because, you know, 
the U.S. Postal Service behaving like this autistic super pro in surveillance actually yielded some viable reporting information because they stripped Parler completely of all information. They threw him off the web. So you had to go back in the guts of the internet in foreign countries to go find out what was said on Parler. The feds were having a tough time finding it. But they didn't want to share the information from their investigation. But the post office had zero problems doing this because they're not law enforcement. Yet they have a very advanced social media surveillance aperture. Which is really insane, but the reporters were able to get to it. So the people who were really incensed on following up on uh, on the events of January 6th went to the post office and got all these FOIAs and all this parlor information that came down. And what it turned out was that there were a lot of FBI agents many, 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 many who knew something was going to happen? They may have been involved but the bodies the body count was there that they preemptively knew that something was being organized and they did nothing. And then there's even more evidence that says that the FBI kind of did some agitation which can happen. They conducted, you know, material surveillance on the people, you know, using their political speech, and then try to subsequently get them criminalized and manufacture a criminal class to oppress in favor of the incoming government. That was going to be normatively elected anyway. But you have to have a criminal... If you're going to criminalize your political opponents, what is your agenda? So now they're just trying to make a whole group of people who don't... The, the group of people who... Who don't take this vaccine, the litmus test of people who, who do not consent to my government. And it shouldn't be that way. You know, there's, a, there's an elected process, but this is something else. This is not democracy. When it gets into this zone where there's secret policing and lots of trials over these, you know, will you do what I say? Will you not do what I say? When it's unclear, you get the impression that somebody else is behind the wheel that doesn't really know U.S. government. You know, let's just leave it there. This person's a ghost. I don't know who they are. But we're not to be managed this way. The American people shall be not be managed this way. We're gonna resist you. You're illegitimate. Go back to the drawing board and do it right. Because we have a legal right to resist you at this place. You want in our bodies, we're gonna tell you no. When we mean it. So, thank you for gratifying my stream of consciousness ideas here on the Sanctioned Citizen podcast because there are some sanctioned citizens out there today they are saying no to this vaccine they are saying no 
I don't want to have the same rights as an illegal alien, but they have more rights than I do because they came over the border and that's policy. It's just a really inverted world. You know, believe in yourself. Believe in freedom. Believe in the rule of law. Stick with yourself. I am your friend. Tempest del Fuego. There's two active vol volcanoes right now. I just want to remind you about those. One is Kilauea, and the other one's the La Palma. There may be others. Maybe in Iceland. Maybe you can get to the volcano and throw all your concerns and hurts in the volcano at this time. So I'm just going to urge you to mentally send that. Send the virus. Send, the, send this low-grade coup right into the volcano and just incinerate it all. And then pray that Mr. Biden and his staff will wake up tomorrow and go, we're over this pandemic. We're done. We're not doing this to the American people. This is not who we are. We're going to go back to the drawing board and we're going to do it right. We're going to let people get out there and go back to living their lives. And we're going to look like a success when we do that because we're going to just go with freedom instead of tyranny. Because this tyranny stuff, not working. I'll see you next time.